0: hey there guys this is amish parmar over here
1: and this is rohan this side and let's get this episode started namaskar
0: yes yes namaskar wish our podcast a very happy birthday
1: (laughs) for for listeners the reason amish is wishing happy birthday to our podcast as we are completing two years on 5th february our first episode was uh, uploaded on 5th february 2019 to be honest when you said that to me on whatsapp i was really really surprised i was thinking it would be more like a year or a year and a half maybe but two years we have completed i did not even understand when this 24 months went by
0: yeah yeah same year just like the name of our podcast never thought about it i'd never thought about that i'll be saying this that we have completed two years of podcasting and hopefully it is going strong and it will lead to many more years to come
1: but this is our what 28th episode right which means if you do some quick mathematics It's 14 episodes per year, which is little more than one episode per month. So our frequency is really, really terrible, but yeah, we do record it after a month or two, like it hasn't stopped us from abandoning the project altogether, somehow we tend to record even after long spells of a month or two months or three months also.
0: Sometimes it's about the quality and not the quantity, not saying that our quality is great, but yeah, we can still keep going.
1: Cool. So on that note, today we are going to discuss 36 questions of love, right? So I'll just introduce our listeners to what these questions are. Uh, you can think of this as a bonus episode for our two-year anniversary. So basically, when you ask these 36 specific questions, and after asking and discussing these 24 questions with a complete stranger, and after that, if you have sustained eye contact for four minutes, it is said to be a recipe for falling in love. So there was this uh, research done by a few scientists where they did this with a few strangers and at the end of it they asked whether you feel intimate to that person and majority of them said yes. And some of them actually married each other and lived together after that experiment.
0: Wow, it's a very fun experiment. I'm, I'm uh, surprised that I haven't heard about it anywhere before and you are the one who introduced to me since the day you talked about it. I think it was on the podcast itself. I was a little bit curious, but to maintain the level of excitement and curiosity, I haven't uh, uh, referred to that or those 36 questions. So it's going to be a new experience. I am very excited and I hope our listeners are also excited to uh, listen to those questions and, uh, you know, discuss about it.
1: Yeah, maybe the listeners y'all can just comment your answers to any question that you all find interesting or you can also message us most of our listeners are there in our personal contacts so if you all feel like okay i have an interesting answer to this question feel free to just uh, either comment on the podcast if your podcast listening app has that option or just text us
0: but Rohan Rohan, before we begin i am just curious how were you introduced to this uh, concept
1: i don't remember it is either a youtube video or it is some podcast and this i knew i think around five years back i came to know about this around five years back i have answered these questions back then so today i'm curious how many of my answers have changed and how many of the answers have remained the same that's what i'll be looking forward to but long answer short it's either a youtube video or some podcast five years back
0: okay so basically you have experienced this before so all of us have something to look forward to in this uh, session of 36 questions of love so let's begin away
1: cool so there are three sets um so i'm going to read the first question from the first set given the choice of okay, there's a dog barking in the background right i'll just wait for a second or two like that's
0: gonna stop him from barking it
1: actually stopped him from barking yeah <laughs> <laughs> i record every day at this time. okay given the choice of anyone in the world
0: Whom would you want as a dinner guest? Oh, the first question itself is very thought provoking. Whom would I want as a dinner guest? I think this is not something that uh, it's like the answer that I'll be giving right now would be kind of spontaneous, but I'll have to give it a little more thought. Uh, So do you have an answer ready for this question? No, no, no. The first person came to my mind is Elon Musk. Because he's hmm. been in the news lately and like he became the richest man in the world. One year ago, he was like the 10th richest or somewhere in the 10s. And now he is the first richest man. So just one year and that too during this global pandemic, he has achieved this feat. I, I wonder like I might be going a little off topic, but why do you think people are buying Tesla during this uh, crisis? Because that's what has made him the richest person, right?
1: No, I think I was going to comment on it anyway. So Elon Musk has taken over Jeff Bezos as the richest person on the planet in the last few weeks, right? So I don't think Elon Musk did anything differently or Jeff Bezos did anything differently for this switch to happen. I think it all happened by itself because of the power of the stock market, because of the demand and supply, because of the perceptions of people, so on and so forth. So there are many market forces at play, there are many perceptions at play, and it was all about the stocks, right? So I don't think anything has changed for Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos. Uh, I don't think anything significant has changed for the companies they run, Amazon and Tesla. I think it's more about just small ups and downs in the stock valuations of their companies. And that's what has led to this change in the ranking of the world's richest man.
0: I'm not really sure, but I think Tesla being introduced in China, which is the world's most populous country, I think that might have some uh, reason behind it, but I'm not really sure.
1: Yes, this could be one of the reasons, but it's very really difficult to pinpoint, right, why this stock went up and why this stock went down. Sometimes it's very obvious and sometimes it is not. And I think these things keep fluctuating. Like, I think in the next few months, again, we'll have someone from the top three or four people coming up and down. So I, I wouldn't pay much attention to this. In fact, the interesting news which came after this news of, okay, Elon is now the richest person on the planet was his tweet after uh, that declaration, right? So he said, weird, that was his first tweet, second waiters, okay, let's get back to work. So he was not at all impressed. And uh, as I said, like it's a day as usual for him because nothing is changing for him in his daily life or his company for that matter.
0: Okay, okay. Just uh, one thing that I found interesting. We are recording this episode on 21st of January. And hopefully it will be there for our listeners to listen by our second birthday, which is 5th of February. Today is the 21st of January, like, it's, like I said. And it is the 21st day of the 21st year of the 21st century. How cool is that? <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: had no clue. I had no clue.
0: Even I had no clue. I just came across some post that uh, said that. Okay, let's, let's come back to the question at hand. I gave my answer as Elon Musk because that's the first person that came to my mind. What would be your answer?
1: Few years back, my answer was Salman Khan, of oh the God, Khan Academy. Oh, okay, okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh God,
0: oh God. I was just gonna say something which I shouldn't be saying on the podcast. But glad that you said the second part of the sentence. Yeah.
1: I always get this reaction. Yeah. So Salman Khan's book I had read back in great i think his book called one world Schoolhouse, and that is an inflection point where i said okay there are so many things that i took for granted in education and learning so his book spoke about flipped classroom which i tried to implement in my classroom this year during the pandemic he talked about mastery learning which says okay why do you want to keep the year fixed okay if say for example grade seven why do you want the time to be fixed okay this grade seven has to be cleared in one year why not give unlimited time and you set the benchmark as the mastery until and unless you get 80% you're not clearing grade 7 so many ideas about what good education quality education is my early formulations, my early perceptions was, were formed because of that book the first person that came to my mind was APJ Abdul Kalam I think it's okay if you choose a person who is not alive that's the case I think APJ Abdul Kalam would be a person I would like to have a conversation over dinner I think He is an interesting person on two fronts. Firstly, he is a great scientist. So I would have loved to talk to him about science. And he was also the president of India at one point of time. And I would have loved to talk about India as well with him. So I think these two interesting topics I would have get to speak about, talk about, discuss with this great person. So that was the first person which came to my mind
0: okay okay very interesting choices i just wanted to know you said salman khan of the khan academy unlike you i am not a consumer of youtube but i have seen a couple of videos uh, like need oriented whenever i type some question mm-hmm. that i want and uh, his video shows up i definitely give it a go and it's it's always uh informative right and it always uh, solves my doubt i was just wondering how does he knows everything like how does he know the answer to all the questions like be it physics maths chemistry bio mostly he answers all the questions Right?
1: Yeah, so I want to add something to what you said earlier, right? You said that whenever you watch his videos, you generally understand it. I second that. And I also use it for the same reason, okay? When I was in school and when I was in college, 11th grade, 12th grade, I used it extensively to clear my doubts. And there has never been a time where there is a topic I want to get clarity on. I watch a video which is available by Khan Academy on that topic and that doubt hasn't been clear. It has always been cleared. if there's a video on the same topic I am looking for. Now to answer your second question, he has two degrees from MIT, as simple as that. He has studied science from MIT, one of the best science colleges of the world. So, yeah,
0: that single sentence answers all my questions. Yeah, <laughs> so let's go ahead. So I'll be posing the second question of the first set. Now, the question is, would you like to be famous in what way? Nice question.
1: Okay, I think I can just answer. My answer hasn't changed a bit. I don't want to be famous at all because I think I don't enjoy attention a lot. I enjoy privacy. I enjoy anonymity. But if, say, for example, I had to choose some kind of being famous, I think that would be just respect for my work. Say, for example, a writer, you may not know what the writer looks like, sounds like, but you really respect his or her writing. Or maybe some scientists whose research papers you have read again and again while doing a literature review. Something of that sort, I think, being known in your circle for the work you do, I think that is one way I I would like to be famous. But any other way, I wouldn't like it because I really, really value my anonymity.
0: Okay, I think I was expecting this from you. My answer to this question would be, yes, I would like to be famous. I think I have felt famous a couple of times before. So I'll give you a couple of examples. So... When I used to write reviews on Zomato, I still do. But uh, when food blogging was not such a craze like it is right now, I think it was my second or third uh, review invitation by a restaurant. And I I went there and I met a couple of food bloggers. And they didn't know me. We were meeting for the first time and we introduced ourselves. And they said, "Acha, okay, you are hungry young man. Okay, nice, nice. That was like that they didn't know me, but they knew who hungry young man was. So I felt a little sense of achievement inside me, a little sense of pride. And the other time it has happened is in this game that I play called Pokemon Go. I really love that game. So even similar scenario happened there that, okay, okay, you are Amish, okay. So when they meet someone from the digital world in real life, they have a sense of uh, recognition and respect for you, okay, okay, this guy is this player, right. So it feels really good at those times. And I think the way I would like to be famous would be in the work I do as a vlogger, like I'm not a professional vlogger, I do it as a hobby, but I think it would feel really great that I'm just randomly walking down the streets and some random stranger comes to me and he says, oh, he's Amish Parmar. I think this little, I really want to experience this someday. I don't want to be like huge, famous, like a celebrity something, but I think I would really look forward to experiencing this someday in my life. Yeah
1: yeah and i would say the same thing you said to me i was anticipating this answer from you okay
0: okay so no surprises for any one of us
1: cool i think we'll move ahead so question number three before making a telephone call do you ever rehearse what you are going to say why
0: Uh, I hardly do that unless it's a work call because firstly, I don't call people a lot and I don't even like receiving calls. But at times during this pandemic, it is like you have to receive calls and mostly the work calls. So you can't avoid that. So yes, when it's work call, I do a little revision, but my answer would tend towards no, a little bit more than towards yes. I think your answer would be a little towards the yes. I'm, I'm, I'm expecting that you can prove me wrong.
1: So here my answer has changed, okay. Five years back, it was a definite yes because I was making very few phone calls. But these days I'm making so, so, so many calls. I think at least 10 calls a day. And if not the best of the days more than that. So because I'm making so many calls, I just don't have the energy and the patience to rehearse 10 calls. So I just wing it every time. So for now, it's a no.
0: So I'm expecting majority of those 10 calls would be talking about the same thing to different parents. Is, Is that so?
1: I wish that was so. But no, I mean, first of all, it's not just the parents, right? Sometimes it's a student, sometimes it's a parent, sometimes it's someone from the school, sometimes it is someone from the Teach for India community, so on and so forth. There are always different, different people calling. So it's not the same call over and over again.
0: I feel sad for you, man.
1: I've gotten used to it. So it's not a pick of a deal these
0: days. Yeah, I think 10 calls a day, anyone would get used to it. But uh, I'm glad that I don't have to do that. My <laughs> my case would be like one call a day. But I still feel, uh, do I really have to pick this up? But I have to, unfortunately. So yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's surprisingly easy to answer these questions. Was it this easy when you did it for the first time? Or I think when you're doing it in person, I think it's a little different than when you do it on a podcast. Is that so?
1: No, there are some easy questions. There are some difficult questions. These are the easy ones, I would say.
0: Okay, okay, cool. So I'll, I'll go for the fourth question now. What would constitute a perfect day for you? Ah, This is a little difficult one, I guess.
1: Yeah, and I think my answer is going to remain mostly the same. So I cannot say what a perfect day would be for me. I can share what components will go into a perfect day. So the first component is obviously going to be good 8 hours of good quality sleep. Okay, not just 8 hours of sleep, but good quality 8 hours of sleep. Then there will be definitely some exercise. Because I think even if you exercise 30 minutes, 20 minutes, you feel energetic for the entire day. So some exercise maybe during the first half of the day. Also meeting my friends for around an hour or two. In fact, if both of them are clubbed, like exercise plus friends, I think maybe playing some sport, that would be even better some component of going near a water body it could be a lake it could be a river it could be the sea and some good quality movie or tv series Is there anything else? And good food, yeah. At least once a day. I mean, during that perfect day, either lunch or the dinner. Is somewhere out, (laughs) preferably in Pizza Hut. Uh, That would constitute a perfect day for me. I, I, I want
0: you to spread your wings and do a little imagination. And like this, what you said is like just on any other day. Give me some specifics. You can teleport anywhere you want. All these, you are free to go. You are not bound by the laws of physics. Then what would you do?
1: No, I'm seriously telling. Even if you say you can go anywhere in the world, I would still choose this. Like if you say, okay, you get a free ticket to Switzerland, would you rather spend a day in Switzerland with your friends or would you rather spend a day just meeting here somewhere in mumbai maybe near marine driver Banchan, i would choose marine driver bandstand over somewhere else like i really really enjoy this so see if it's exotic na, it'll it'll take my attention away from the small small things which i really really enjoy it will be a different experience altogether but it's the perfect day right it does not have to be the most exhilarating day of my life it just has to be i mean over the years i've i've learned to appreciate the small things and I really, really appreciate them very well now. So yeah, I think if you give me no laws of physics, you can do whatever, you have unlimited money. I think I would still choose this. Yeah, that
0: that's kind of lame and sweet at the same time. But okay, <laughs> <laughs> even my answer to this question wouldn't be wouldn't be breaking any laws of physics but my answer would be that it always starts with a great breakfast and i mean great as in amazingly great so i would like i would like to go for like i'll start my day with playing pokemon go maybe for an hour or so then going to an expensive brunch which includes anything that the mind desires good food good drinks beverages and uh, preferably i'll watch some anime or movie while eating it maybe when i say brunch i think i'll be easy spending say four hours minimum while eating so I'll be thoroughly enjoying it and that would be my single meal for the whole day so when I get back I won't be eating anything and then I enjoy very amazing sleep so after eating a lot of things you feel sleepy and I would like to sleep for some time and then in the evening perhaps I would go and do something physical like a physical activity My mind is thinking about bowling. I don't know why. I really enjoy bowling. But yeah, bowling would be a good idea. And then perhaps a movie. And then perhaps a couple of drinks, maybe. And then back home, back to sleep, I think. This is also not very amazing. But I think this would be a perfect day, yeah.
1: Yeah, this is also pretty lame for someone who commented lame on my but i have two comments okay firstly about the brunch i personally feel that i am able to enjoy food either at night late evening or at the most in the afternoon if you ask me to have a brunch around 11 a.m 12 p.m etc i don't think i'm in the mind space to enjoy the meal very much because i'm still in the zone of waking up and feeling fresh 100 percent so if i want to choose a meal throughout the day where am i going to have that amazing meal i i'll generally choose either late in the afternoon around 2 3 p.m or during the dinner time around 8 p.m so that's one comment i wanted to make that why i would not go with a brunch and second thing i wanted to add actually into my perfect day it's an amazing class there's nothing that beats an amazing class i go into a class I know this is something I have to teach. I teach that. Everyone learns that very well. At the end of the class, a few students come up and say, okay, today's class was amazing. I learned so many things. I think nothing beats that. So yeah, a small section of say a one-hour class which goes amazingly well. I think that would also come into my perfect day.
0: Getting to your comment on the late afternoon or little early evening food. I'm a huge breakfast fan. So I eat twice as much amount of food in breakfast than in dinner so i start my day with a very wholesome amount of food so that's why i prefer brunches and breakfast
1: so question number five when did you last sing to yourself or to someone else
0: my short answer to this would be i don't sing and uh, i like i when i'm recollecting it i know i sang but i don't remember the last time it easily is more than one year ago
1: okay i have a funny story so when did you last sing to yourself i think it has to be either yesterday or day before yesterday because i generally sing to myself when i'm in the car right when i'm in the car i'm listening to a song and i'm driving i'll maybe sing for myself sing to myself that happens very regularly very frequently i don't have a great answer to that to someone else again here you could think of the answer in two ways if you're saying okay you're just humming a song and maybe you're randomly saying one or two lines, you're singing one or two lines from a song. Then I think again it could be in the last two, three days when I'm working with my co-teacher. But when did I sing to someone else like in a proper way? (laughs) That would be my last birthday. We were celebrating in my classroom. The students had arranged a party and I said, okay, y'all want me to sing, right? I'll sing for y'all. Bring the guitar that we have on our fourth floor of our school. Go and bring that guitar. Everyone was highly anticipated, okay, Rohan was finally going to sing for us. And he's getting the guitar and all. So they got the guitar, I tuned the guitar, I sat in front of them and I started singing. The song was, Meh <laughs> And uh, Oh God. <laughs> I think, I think uh, you should give the pleasure of,
0: to the listeners as well, like you gave it to your students. <laughs> no,
1: it was not, it was, I, I don't know if it was pleasure or not. The class was definitely laughing, so that's a plus. And uh, you know that that half of my class is Urdu medium class, right? Where small children, smaller, younger children study. And they also started standing up on their desk and they started looking through that partition. Okay, what's going on here? Who is singing in such a horrible voice? Yeah, it it was a fun time. So you
0: sang Jian's song just like the way he sings in the cartoon, right?
1: yeah yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> okay that's that's
1: a funny yeah, story someone was saying yeah I think others were saying okay bhai, you need to tune the guitar the tuning is not correct this that then I said no no it's not gonna matter because we'll come to know anyway <laughs> tuning the guitar why do you need a
0: guitar to sing that song or like <laughs> anticipation na, build up okay 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 you are you had that planned in your head
1: yeah I'm a drama queen right at least for my class for my students I'm a huge drama queen
0: okay okay I, that was not something that I was anticipating and I think we had mm-hmm. one whole episode on these birthdays thing previously on our podcast when mm-hmm. you did not mention this there but okay but i think when when you're singing in your car and the music is playing there are two different things if the music is playing i think it's called singing along and if the music is not mm-hmm. playing then you can say you're singing to yourself these are two different things like according to me at least
1: yeah if if that's the distinction that you're making then i think The last I sang to, I generally sing to myself when I'm sad. That's, that's something I've noticed.
0: Okay, happens, yeah.
1: So yeah, so I must have been sad in last month or so. I mean, there are a few days where I'm sad every month. So yeah, every month at least once I'll sing to myself.
0: I thought uh, you would be too busy to be sad these days, but okay. (laughs) But like, do you sing like the entire song or one stanza or like, do you literally sing it or the song is playing in your head?
1: No, no, I literally sing it.
0: Okay, so words are coming out of your mouth. Yeah, okay. So, like, do any one of your family members or so they are they able to hear it or you sing it in a soft tone?
1: Come on, come on. You had to just it only happens when it only happens when I'm
0: alone at home. Okay, okay, cool. You are more into music than me. So I I was expecting a good answer and I got it from you. Nice. So now I'll ask the next question. The sixth one. Oh god, this is a big question. If you were able to live to the age of 90, And retain either the mind or body of a 30 year old for the last 60 years of your life. Which one would you want?
1: Yeah, mine is simple. I would definitely choose a body. A body of a 30-year-old yeah even
0: i would choose the body of a 30-year-old because the experiences you have throughout your life are stored in your mind and not a not your body and of course a body of a 30-year-old is hopefully more healthier than the 90-year-old but i don't think so that is the case with this generation and with me i still feel i'm very unhealthy but uh yeah compared to mind and body i would choose the body but i don't
1: think i was Thinking so analytically about this question, I just said to myself, what do I need to be happy? I need a good body to be happy rather than a mind. Because if my joints are paining, if my back is hurting, I won't be able to be happy for the last 60 years of my life. A dumb mind can always be happy. Uh, But uh, an aching body is not going to allow you to be happy. That's the angle I was coming in with. I think there
0: hardly would be anyone who would choose the mind.
1: No, they could, they could, right? So Someone who is very free-spirited, someone who is entrepreneurial, someone who is a risk-taking person who likes to take risks. I think that person would want the mind of a 90-year-old. Mind of a 30-year-old? Yeah, my mind. Mind of a 30-year-old.
0: According to you, I started investing in stock market, So, like, I have taken pretty good risks. So, I think you would imply that I would be... Or I should be taking the mind over the body. But I don't think so. But okay.
1: You're not an entrepreneur though.
0: Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I'll say the next question. Do you have a secret hunch about how will you die?
1: So yeah. I remember the answer that I had five years back. And it's the same. I'm living alone in some apartment. And no one knows that I've died. Someone from my office comes home to check in on me and they figure out that okay last two three days this person is dead because of some illness
0: why why do you imagine or why do you think that you are having such a sad life like you're living alone and all
1: it's a hunch man it's a hunch i mean there's no reasoning behind it
0: Okay, if you ask me this question, I don't have a hunch how I will die, but I think I kind of have a hunch when I will die. I don't know. (laughs) I haven't talked about this to anyone at all, but I'm saying it on the podcast. I had a feeling I would die when I was 21 years old. Right now I'm 23, much alive as you can hear me. But I still have a feeling I would die in my early 20s. (laughs) I don't know why, but uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, the way you've been acting during the pandemic, I <laughs> can see that happening. The
0: pandemic is long gone, brother. <laughs> Achcha. Yes, Achcha. yes. So, okay, According to me, the pandemic is over, or at least the severity is exponentially reduced.
1: I would agree with that. Yes, see, in Mumbai, there are less than 500 cases every day these days. So, because there are less people who are being detected as corona positive, the chances of you and I getting infected are also lower i agree with that but this is what i fear right when people say for me it is over this is what i fear about because europe may also it was over around four or five months back now the second wave has come and it's even more deadlier right so let's not take our guards down all of a sudden just because the numbers are reducing let's keep taking precautions till a huge chunk of our population is vaccinated and i think for that we'll have to wait for another year so if another year we can just keep wearing masks keep social distancing i think that's the correct way to do this
0: no no of course when i say that the pandemic is over i still do take all the precautions i'm not denying that and even i just don't go out unnecessarily if it's not playing pokemon go but yeah i do take the precautions so don't worry i think you you yourself you yourself have been taking less precautions since we met last time and the recent time we met, I think you are taking a little less precaution. Is that so?
1: True. Yeah, I'm taking, I mean, I've made a conscious choice of not wearing a face sheet. There are two reasons behind it. First reason, see, I told you that I like anonymity, even during the peak of the pandemic whenever I had to go to school for some urgent work. Even then when I used to wear the face shield nah, I used to very easily stand out. I used to become salient. Okay, who is this idiot who is wearing a face shield? And which I don't like. I don't like attention, right? So it was something I was uncomfortable with even earlier. Uh, now it's even more uncomfortable because now people don't even wear masks. mask. So I wearing mask plus the face shield it becomes, I mean it attracts a lot of attention which is something that I don't like. That's point number one. Point number two I will soon start impulse and instruction for my students and they like just cannot wear the face shield 24-7 because it is going to reflect my sound a lot and I'll have to keep screaming it's not going to work out so if I'm not going to wear the face shield for 24 hours a day why wear it anyway right because the most amount of chances of getting infected is going to be in a close quarter with a lot of students if there I'm not taking precaution does not make a lot of sense to wear the facial outside the classroom so yeah, these are the few reasons where i just said okay let's not wear the face shield anymore now and also a huge part of that decision was the reducing number of cases in mumbai i would give you that
0: yes i would like the rohan from one year ago or eight months ago to hear this that he doesn't want to wear the face shield just because he doesn't want to stand out yeah very sad to hear that <laughs> But I, 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 I just wasn't implying about the face shield okay that was the main thing but you also have started uh, shaking hands with people and uh, standing close or like not maintaining the six feet distance and you are okay with it which you were not before I guess but okay yeah mm-hmm. now, uh, reducing number of cases is the reason behind it I know one more uh, positive Should I say positive? I'm not really sure. But one more consequence of reducing number of cases is that even if God forbid some of us or any one of us uh, contract the virus, we don't have the shortage of beds right now. So we can get uh, the medical attention we need and hopefully it's not very critical and we will hopefully get out of it alive. Yeah.
1: And not just that, you know, I think I read this news article a few months back, either I think around two months back that now doctors have a good standard operating procedure whenever a patient comes in. Okay, if this is the patient, let's check the severity. Okay, if this is the severity, this is what we're going to do. Let's check the symptoms. If these are the symptoms, that is what we're going to do. So they know what to do now. Earlier, say around 7, 8, 9 months back, the doctors did not know what exactly should be done. They were still experimenting. Some doctors were doing one thing, some other doctors were doing the second thing and they were just going in blind with the treatment. Now the doctors have an idea, okay, because the doctors have cured so many patients by now, right? Because of that, now they have a very good idea of what should be done in what case. So I think we are also in better hands now if we do get hospitalized because they know what they're doing a little better
0: Yes, yes, I totally agree with that. During the lockdown last year, I was listening to the series of podcast by Radiolab, which is my favorite podcast channel. Uh, if any of our listeners are interested, they can check out the numbers series by Radio Lab, and this talks about things related to covid but it's a very interesting story reporting and I think you would really enjoy that if you want to try I think Rowan has listened to it already because he is the one who has introduced me to the world of podcasting both as a consumer and as a producer and I thank him for that <laughs> but I want our listeners to make the best of it as well so yeah yeah I
1: think Radio Lab is one of the best if not the best podcast out there. I think many of you already listen to Radio Live. If you all don't, I think we both highly recommend listening to Radio Live episodes as well. Yes, yes, we totally do. I don't know why we always go into this tangent of coronavirus in every episode. And then when we are editing that episode, we figure out, okay, we have edited this very late now and whatever we have spoken about, the virus has become outdated. And then we have this conversation, should we keep this part? Should we read this part? So on and so forth. So yeah, something that we always do. We always talk about the virus and the pandemic situation.
0: I think the virus and the pandemic situation has its way of seeping into the conversations these days because it's a global phenomena and that is what everyone is talking about. And like recently, we're talking about vaccination and vaccination for what? For the coronavirus, right? So it, it has its way of seeping in. That's all from this episode guys, I hope you enjoyed it and I would really like to thank you for your support and listening to our podcast and if you really enjoyed our work, the best way you could help us is with sharing it with your friends and family so that we get more listeners and we are able to make our podcast for many more years to come. Stay tuned for the remaining set of 36 questions of love Until then, happy listening.